Sky Sports Radio, combined with Harness Racing New South Wales, brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning. Welcome to On The Pace on a Thursday morning. I hope if you had a bit yesterday, you've still got some money left in your account so we can play tonight or today, depending on where you do your punting. If it's harness racing you're looking for in the state of New South Wales, we head to Penrith tonight, as we often do, home of the two-time premiers and favourites for the championship again this year. Well, on the harness racing front at Penrith, um, we think that Blake Fitzpatrick's going to be the man to follow. So we're going to talk to him and try and get a winner out of him. Also, his insights into the stable for Saturday night at Menangle. So we have Penrith tonight. Um, we have tomorrow three meetings in the state, Wagga, Newcastle and Parks. So two of those are regulars. And Saturday night we head to Menangle as we are now inside one month from the Eureka, the big $2.1 million race at Menangle on September the 2nd. Blake Fitzpatrick, as he joins us this morning, mate, thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, just wondering, do you have a drive for the Eureka, or are you still open to offers? Uh, no, I'm still open to offers, Mick, so still um, got a bit of time, so yeah, you never know what's around the corner. Mate, it must be exciting. I mean, obviously you've been involved in million-dollar races like a Miracle Mile, but it must be exciting for a guy who goes, you know, who goes to Menangle for almost all meetings to think that there's $2.1 million going to go on the deck and, and some really world-class harness racing horses. Yeah, absolutely, Mick. No, it's um, exactly what the industry needed. It's created plenty of interest um, inside and outside of the industry. So, yeah, I think it'll be a great night and there should be a huge crowd there. Mate, we were talking about a mixture of you training and driving tonight at Penrith. The first on the card goes at 6.15. Now, you train La Vista, and the driver is Sebastian Pilts, who I haven't had the chance to speak to. Um, Sebastian's had the eight winners. Tell us a bit about Sebastian, because um, he's got a couple of decent drives tonight. So is this someone who works for you or someone who's driven most of your horses in the past? Uh, tell us so the punters have some background on who's doing the steering. Yeah, no, Sebastian, he does work for me at the moment. Um, he's kicked off his career down in country New South Wales, down at Leeton. And then he progressed on to Robbie and Kerry and Morris, and he worked for them for probably just over 12 months. So, yeah, he's had a really good grounding, and he's been with me now for probably probably three or four months, Mick. And, yeah, he, he drives good. He just, like like everyone, you need the opportunities, and... Yeah, tonight, as you said, he looks to have two two good winning chances. Tell us about La Vista because uh, it's quite a strong front line out wider on the track, but La Vista and Sebastian get barrier three and therefore are drawn best of the favoured quartet. Yeah, that's right, Mick. And her form probably looks patchy, but she's a mare that just very simply she's just has won all of her races in front and she's a really good front runner especially around the half mile track so she's got really good gate speed she looks like she should be able to get across and she'll keep rolling along so yeah she looks looks to get a chance or looks to get back into the winners list tonight Nick. okay mate on to the uh the third on the card you've got sneak a peek again sebastian does the driving and this time though second line barrier draw in saying that it's not the deepest field in the world. No, it's it's a very even field, and with Sebastian driving her with the concession claim, she's right down in grade and what she raced last week. So, 
yeah, she's been racing really consistently. She's always always in the money, and um, Barrier Eight's actually a perfect draw for her because she's got to be driven quiet. She's just got a short, sharp sprint. So, yeah, she'll be in the running line there, and if they go hard, she'll be finishing off late. Mate, you're driving one for David Thorne in the fourth on the card, Nelly Big Time, and I thought the trial a couple of weeks ago was pretty... Yeah, no, she has, she's been going well since uh, she joined David Stable, and uh, she won at Menangle a couple of starts ago, and, yeah, tonight she's drawn a little bit awkwardly, but she's got good gate speed and should be able to put herself in the in the right position. You're driving one for the family stable for Paul in the fifth on the card, and it's full brother. What sort of chance do you give full brother? Because barrier four sounds good, but at Menangle, uh, sorry, at Penrith, it can sometimes be a bit of a trick. Yeah, it can be an awkward draw, especially if there's speed inside you, which he does have tonight, but he, he can get out of the gate quick, and it's only over the mile, which suits him. And he's had two runs back from a break, so I'm sure he'll be ready to go tonight. Um, he looks well graded, Nick. He, yeah, he's another one that looks a good winning chance. Mate, you're driving top the ace for Trevor Mundy in the sixth on the card. He's had 205 starts top the ace, so I would suggest once you get out there tonight, he can probably warm himself up. Yeah, yeah, he knows himself, knows his way around. I'm sure of that. But yeah, he's. He's another horse that probably hasn't drawn well for a while, and tonight he's drawn perfectly in barrier three. He's another quick beginner mix, so as you know, it's a good adva- a big advantage around Penrith. So, yeah, it's, it's a field that probably got four or five chances, so, yeah, the first 100 metres in that race is very important. You had your first drive last start uh, on Gina Del Rey, who's in race eight tonight, race eight number three, and... Look, most of the captain treacheresses have some sort of ability. They have some sort of speed. What sort of feel did she give you last time? Uh, yeah, she's she's an uh, honest little filly. She's raced consistently since she joined Trevor. And, yeah, she's a really, well, really well-bred filly. Um, tonight, yeah, another race that looks very even. And she's got the big advantage of drawing well. She's got really good gate speed, so... You know, I thought she could lead tonight, which she should get every chance from there. Nick around Penrith. What's your best chance of training or driving a winner tonight, Blake? I think on the training side, the distance is my best chance. But of my four drives, the, the four of them are all drawn well and good winning chances. Um, probably, probably if you sound to pin me down to one, probably um, yeah, full brother. I think he looks well graded. Mate, you're driving at Menangle on Saturday night. You're in the uh, the three-year-old New South Wales bred final. Another one for Trevor Mundy. Franco Forza. I thought this was a very even field. It's a good little series because um, it's it's brought horses in from all over the shop. And, yeah, it sh- should be a good race. Yeah, definitely, Mick. No, it's a really good incentive that Harness Racing New South Wales have brought in. And these three-year-olds get the race for good prize money at Menangle at a Metropolitan meeting. So... Franco Forza, he's a, he's a progressive horse. He only won last week at Bathurst, and he's a horse that will really suit the bigger track at Menangle. And if the harder they go Saturday night, the better it will suit him. So, yeah, I thought although he's drawn awkwardly, he's still got a good chance. Mate, your dad's got a good horse at the moment. Your brother's been driving it, so no joy for you there. But South Coast Arden goes around in the free-for-all, and... Uh, a lot of Australians wouldn't have seen him until he turned up at your dad's place. Up close, 
he's a lovely, big, strong animal, isn't he? And uh, he just seems to be loving his time at Menangle. Yeah, absolutely, Mick. He's a really imposing type of horse. And, yeah, as you said, he's a horse that's always raced at the top top level in New Zealand. And I think he's appreciated just dropping back here to Menangle. And the, the mile racing really looks to suit him so far. So Dad and Gavin have done a great job with him. And, yeah, he's drawn poorly again Saturday night. But, yeah, he's in great form and looks hard to beat again. Talk about bad barrier draws. You've got he's a bit of step aside, or he bit of step aside. Who, who's a horse I really like, but um, he's a horse who has a lot of bad barrier draws in his life, and he's got another one in race seven this week. Um, I've always thought he's a better horse than an eleven win from seventy nine start horse. Yeah, definitely. Nicky's um, a juvenile in New Zealand, and he's actually broke his crossing bone on two occasions. So really well to be back at the races, but. He's really sound at the moment, and just yeah, just bad barriers have been the story of his life, really. But thought he went and ran really well last week. He's just beaten in 52, and this week he's although he's drawn bad, it is over 2300. So hopefully that'll even things up a little bit. We always ask you this when we get you on the show, and we appreciate your time on a Thursday morning, particularly with races tonight. How's the galloping stable looking, and and, and how many of the gallopers do you have in work there at the moment? Yeah, I've got about eight in work at the moment, Nick. They've been, been racing well. They've been around the mark without winning, but probably our next runners will be uh, early next week, next Tuesday, at Hawkesbury, Nick. Must be a long day for you if you have gallopers heading to Hawkesbury and I'm sure maybe a couple of drives at Menangle. I'm dividing the resources between two tracks and, and two codes must be an interesting morning for the family. <laughs> yeah, it can get tricky at times, that's for sure, but... Uh, yeah, you have to be have to be well organised, which I'm anyone that knows me, I'm not a not great at that, but yeah, I'm, I'm getting better next time. Well, let's make sure you send the right horses to the right place. I'm not sure the Pacers will enjoy Hawkesbury too much. Hey, Blake, we appreciate your time, mate. Get to uh, Penrith safe tonight. Get round safe, mate. And actually, on the subject of Penrith, I've never asked you this. Are you an NRL man? Because it's hard to think of the word Penrith these days without thinking of the Penrith Panthers. Are you a, a footy man or are you another code man? And, and if you are an NRL man, who do you follow? Oh, and I follow the football when I get time, Mick. But I've, I was born in uh, Bankstown. We lived at train horses at Ellis Street, Condal Park, so I'm a, yeah, I'm a Bulldog supporter. All right, shouldn't, I shouldn't have raised that. My apologies, mate. I'll, uh, <laughs> I, won't, I, won't, I won't mention it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll forget about that. Blake Fitzpatrick, who's heading to Penrith tonight. Thanks for your time, mate. So for punters, uh, teb.com.au has the markets open for Penrith, and they'll have markets open tomorrow for Menangle. So Menangle opens nice and early for a Saturday night. Um, his father Paul and brother Gavin have a good horse heading there called South Coast Arden. We'll dive into that more tomorrow on Finding Winners, where we find you galloping winners, greyhound winners, and hopefully some harness racing winners uh, from around about 10.30 tomorrow morning.